0: Oh yeah, it is happy hour. It's always happy hour here on the back porch. We are two old guys on the back porch here to make your day a little bit brighter. I am Steve Scotch and we have the lovely and talented cat, that's C-A-T, pushing all the buttons. Cat, what's going on?
1: Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. Uh we want to shout out two towns today that uh, we think we great great listeners at. One is Franklin, Tennessee, just south of Nashville, home of the 1864 Battle of Franklin there in the Civil War. Our other town is New Hope, Pennsylvania, there on the Delaware River. New Hope is located uh, not far from Philadelphia. giving y'all a big round of applause. You know, we should
0: use that song by the House Martins, Happy Hour, again. It's like our theme song. Like, come in with that, like, every week. It would be pretty cool. Anyway, alcohol is always here on the back porch. And, you know, alcohol plus watch this equals 911. I'm still uh, rocking this El Dorado Ale that I can't find anymore, made by Guinness cross between an amber and a red I love it give it a try if you can find it I can find it Kat what you got
1: I have a lovely uh white chocolate bark uh martini here these holidays are coming and I'm gonna use all my recipes sounds sweet like you babe thanks doll
0: all right today the question is to tip or not to tip or how much to tip Now, tipping started over in England. A little history.
1: Histoire.
0: In the 17th century, this is no lie, by drinkers hanging out at the pub. Yes, that's how it's done. You want the barkeep to keep them coming, right? So you can keep on sipping. So you just slide him a little bit more money. Right. And everything's going to go your way. Now, out here where we live, there's a different kind of tipping. We're out here in nowhere, Podunk, Virginia, and they call it cow tipping. I've never done it.
1: (laughs) You've had plenty of opportunity, you know. I I don't even know what it is. I did grow up at a cattle farm.
0: Look up cow tipping if you care to look it up. But uh, we're going to move on to the main topic. Okay.
1: We digress.
0: Check this out. There was a movement in 1897 against tipping. Okay. They had this list of like the worst of the imported vices from England. Okay. Now, in 1915, we had six state legislators. We had Wisconsin, nothing against them. Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, Tennessee, and maybe somebody else, attempted now to pass an anti-tipping bill in 1950. Can you believe that? Okay, to make tipping unlawful.
1: You're some stingy motherfuckers.
0: Okay, now, this is what they thought. I'm not going to dog them. They were scared of it It was going to create a class division. Like... You know, the people who tip are like showing off, okay? Look at me. Look, I, I'm, I'm better than you. You know, like there's a class division between the one performing the service and the customer. That's, that's what they were trying to avoid. And isn't it funny how we didn't want a class-driven society way back when and what do we got now? It's the uh, ha- I call it the have and the have-nots. That's what I call it. Now, speaking of not wanting to tip, we're going to get straight straight to the celebs
1: who supposedly
0: have piles of money and are known to be horrible tippers. You can very easily Google. You can Google anything. Okay. Google. You can pop this up, but any time you Google the worst tippers in the world, who is the first name that shows up at the top of every one of these lists? Tiger. Tiger Woods. This dude's worth like a bill, right? Right. At least. And he's known to stiff the wait staff at restaurants, except at the Perkins, (laughs) where (laughs) he seemed to like the wait staff there. I don't. And those chicks were not attractive. All right. Imagine you're working at a restaurant and here comes Tig comes in. Tig's coming in, right? So everybody's right. all giddy, like, oh Ooh, dude. Tiger's gonna, gonna
1: drop some money lead. in here. And
0: then he drops the bare minimum. <laughs>
1: <That's, laughs> Flap checks weren't flappable.
0: All right, let's keep going. Madonna is on the list, which I don't really understand, Madonna, because I think she worked her way up through like the grimy right. streets of New York. I'm sure she was a waitress somewhere. I'm not sure, but normally people who have worked in the food service industry, they're usually pretty great tippers. Right. Um Brittany Spears is another cheapskate. And Brittany, we're not gonna get into it. She keeps putting videos out with no clothes on and dancing around the house. I I wish the girl had. I feel
1: sorry for the boys. mm
0: Come on, Britt. Get it together. You're... Catherine Heigel has been known to leave zero tip at restaurants. And, you know.
1: Is that sad that we know that? I mean.
0: I, I don't know. Supposedly, she's a little bit hard to work with also. She's got a bad rep on like a, a bunch. Of, and I think she's a very pretty lady, Katherine Heigel. I like that movie she was in called uh, "Life as We Know It," mm-hmm. where her and the good-looking dude who used to be married to Fergie mm-hmm. had to take their kids. Josh Mel. Yeah, they they ra- tried to raise they were going to raise one of right. their friends' kids. I thought that movie it was a little different. Kristen Dunst sometimes leaves nothing. Kirsten, Kristen, how do you say her name? Kristen, Kristen Dunst. Who cares? Okay, this chick's been in a pile of bad movies. Pretty much all the Spider-Man ones. You can she days. was good in
1: Fargo. <clears throat> she and her now, I think, husband yeah. were both okay. good in the Fargo TV show. I mean.
0: Sean Penn, the handsome devil that he is, makes oh, the God. bad tippers list. Now, now here's a good one. Bill Cosby, who really should, he should be still in jail for the disgusting things he's done throughout his life. Bad tipper. Here's one I didn't know. I mean, know.
1: that's bad. I mean, he used to work comedy clubs. He knows those people live off of those tips. Well, your maybe. And your well, that's a good
0: point. Maybe because he was always in bars and sleazy places. Everybody was always had their hand out. So right. maybe after a while, it's like, you know, it's like riding downtown in Richmond. There's a bunch of people holding cardboard signs. I used to give the people money. Right. And then after a while, you're like, Gemini, you know, it's nonstop. So whatever. I don't know what goes on in people's heads. Here's one: Mark Zuckerberg. Now this punk is like one of the richest dudes on the planet, isn't he?
1: Right. He can't tip
0: properly. Yikes! I don't know.
1: You hear that, Silicon Valley?
0: Usher. Usher is on the loser list. Come on, Usher. We lo- we like Usher, but he's been known to leave like his autograph, which is worth about. Ten cent on eBay. Okay, <laughs> that's what he leaves for a Okay, now check out this dude, Jeremy Piven. And if you don't know who Jeremy Piven is, don't even bother to look him up. Okay, one time he left a signed copy of an Entourage DVD instead of a cash tip. Okay. That he left a signed copy of season one of Entourage. If you don't know what Entourage, it was like, Dude,
1: I can't pay my bills with that baby. (laughs)
0: Entourage. It was on what? HBO. HBO. Like uh, early 2000s. Right. Okay. And people talked about how great it was, but the only opinion that really matters is mine. And Entourage sucked out loud. That that thing was a joke. Where's Turtle at? Is Turtle Turtle still acting? Turtle lost weight. Yeah, good, good for him. But Entourage DVD, that you can get that for about $0.10 cent on eBay. What a, Way to go, Jeremy. All right, let's see, who else? We're going to wrap all the losers up here. David Lee Roth, okay. David Lee Roth, I'm not going to tell you who he is. If you don't know who he is, you don't need to know. He has a bad reputation for usually leaving about a 10% tip which is the bare minimum, right? I mean, if, if you look at some of these people on this bad tipper list, most of them are not only bad tippers, but they're, they're basically horrible human beings <laughs> all the way around. And speaking of horrible human beings, next up is Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire was the big home run hitting machine back, back in the day right when ma- pay for the roids. When, you know when major league baseball was riddled with with a bunch of players hopped up on steroids mark mcguire he's not only known as a bad tipper he's also been known to dine and dash
1: oh, like shit. not like
0: i'm mark mcguire i'm not even going to pay for the steak i'm leaving i mean what a joke here's what i didn't know rachel ray Is known as leaving 10% every time she walks in a Come on now. I I, I saw it. I'm like, come on, Rachel, wake up. I mean.
1: And she has family in the restaurant business, so. Maybe. You
0: can't believe everything you read, but I I like the lady. I don't know. Does she still have a
1: cooking show on? She does, but ain't ain't here.
0: All right. Last time I saw her, I don't know. It looked like she'd been doing more eating than cooking. All right. Next one up is Michael Jordan. Now he is known to be a bad tipper. I mean his boy Charles Barkley. They've been hanging and banging for years. And he's even called him a cheapskate. Is well, I a mean, boy,
1: you know, you come to Vegas, you pay for the the bottle, bottle service. service that's right. You you better tip the bottle service. I Remember mean, they had
0: Tige all up in that too. That well, little...
1: I've found out from the people that do I've watched some Vegas or LA bottle girl and she says there's a lot of people that try and run out on that tab no shit
0: yeah another one we got serena williams and now you know we love serena i love serena serena's
1: the best but that's one thing pay pay your service she's got
0: a bad rep she has a bad rep for a lot of things but we're not going to get into that ron white if you don't know he's a comedian tater salad Tater salad, him and his boys was in a bar one night ran up a $1,200 bar tab. Now, I knew that dude liked to drink, but that—that that, that is up there. He went over 1,000 bills, him and his boys drinking. And you know what he wrote on the uh, the tip thing? Zero. He
1: even spelled it out, I think. Like C-E-R-O? He, maybe it was bad service.
0: I wasn't there. I don't know. Um, look.
1: Well, their arms are bending. That wasn't bad service.
0: You're not required to leave a tip. But it, it, some of these restaurants, not just restaurants, just say, um, like, places where you get your hair cut, where you get your car washed. These people usually aren't making no. a very, if very I'm high pers- hourly rate. So they kind of need the
1: tips to keep a decent If lip. I am getting a personal service, like, say, my toes done. Or, oh, I like it when you get your toes done. Or my hair did. Oh, I like it when you get your hair getting done. getting them facial or whatever. I usually tip... A generous tip because 20, 25%. Right. Because I know how hard they are working. And
0: they're doing a great job. And they're doing a great job. Now, here's some areas where I don't know if you're supposed to tip or not. I don't go to Starbucks. I don't go to – I don't have baristas making me coffee every day. I don't know. When you go to a coffee house or a coffee place, supposedly you're already paying like 8 bucks for a freaking cup cup of coffee anyway. Do you just give them a 10 and just walk? Is that what people do? Do they tip maybe,
1: those two? Maybe. Okay. Maybe they do. But, I mean, on the list of, you know, I research a thing about tipping. If you can give cash, your server really wants you to give cash yeah, rather than that's right. going through right. the debit card.
0: Well, you see what I do now. I, pay, I take the card and pay for the bill when we go to the restaurant. And right. then I put cash on the table for the right. tip. Um, how about... Like, flower delivery guy. Did we tip him? I don't
1: know. I don't know. No, I know. Cause I that's mean, kinda could, cause because it's kind of weird. Because, especially if it's a surprise and like, oh, where's my wallet?
0: Your your, your girlfriend opens the door, you've sent her roses. Right. And she doesn't know they're coming. Right. And there they are. And this dude's like standing there. And she doesn't, nobody has cash anymore anyway. Right. So she's like, that's awkward. You kind that's of put her in bit a weird. Awkward. What about movers?
1: People yes, you need to tip. I, tipped the movers that moved uh, my piano.
0: Okay, your piano, not ours. Our piano. You're already paying big bucks for the movers anyway. Now you're supposed to chip them off like 40 bucks? Right. All right, I have no problem with it. Um, Just say you're staying in a hotel for like a couple nights. Do you tip the cleaning staff? Like, do you put a 10 or 20 on the pillow and you and your honey go out for the day and come back, the room's clean? That gives you a little little extra.
1: You know, I, I think agree. you should at least tip, do a dip, big tip the initial day, and then do whatever if you can I remember you. to do the, for I'm the other days. It, down
0: with it! I think they might clean the room a little better, and give right. you another extra piece of chocolate. On some the more, pillow. some
1: more soap, please.
0: All right, here's the most important person to tip. I do know this. That's your bartender. You know, if you get a drink, like right off the bat, I know this because I've been down this lane many times. <laughs> And the drink, it's just not strong enough, right? But but you you laid a tip on the dude. You go up there the next time, my boys go hook you up. Okay, it's gonna be right. Um, you know. Also, when me and wifey, we haven't been out in a while. We're getting old and slow. We can't find a band to even go see anymore. That's usually our little thing. Heck, I tried to get
1: you to go down the gas station and see a band, but you didn't have time for that.
0: It's bad with the
1: local gas stations where you see your bands. I'm not
0: doing that. Okay. <laughs> but whatever. Tipping the, tipping the bartender also gets me to the front of the line. When right. he sees my big goofy ass back up there it's like, hey, let's take care of this dude. He's hooking us up. You know. I don't know. You, you can look on your phone and it'll tell you 15% of the tab. that That's supposed to be the golden rule. Restaurants and stuff. Right. 15% right.
1: Now, I mean, if you go to Europe, sometimes they will add the 15% to the bill. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. And in Europe, 20% is considered generous.
0: Well, kitty cat over here will tell you. I tip well. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. And I don't go by the 50, 15% rule. You know, if we go somewhere, I go by the experience. Right. If the food's good, the wait staff is good, then I leave a good tip. Hell, I even leave a good tip when we get dogged.
1: Oh, yeah. And we've been sometimes dogged it's many the, t-
0: Right. It's, it's not, not the server's
1: fault. fault. It's right. Jacko in the back who did not really, is smoking weed and does not really care about the product he's putting out. Right.
0: Well, one thing, I think I mentioned it on another podcast out here, some of the restaurants... I don't even want to call them restaurants. These places that serve food, there's like a little. You walk in, there's a tablet there. I'm sure wherever, you, if you're listening, wherever, you, you've seen these places now. They're popping up everywhere. Where you just walk in, type in your own order, like at the Wawa, the Sheets, or whatever these places are. I've been around forever, and and I have no problem with that. But then they ask for a five or a ten dollar tip, for what? For cooking the damn chicken sandwich in the fryer. See, that's that's my thing I mean,
1: about if 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 I'm picking up takeout of something I've already ordered, yeah. and the jar is there. Yeah. And what am I paying I know, you for? I
0: know. I know. It, 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 tipping's a little weird sometimes. It's a little weird
1: when you're not really serving, other you just had someone cook it and put it in a box and I hand it to that, you.
0: Those places where you place your own order, you fix your own drink. You they'd wait, they call your name, you pick up your own food, you throw the trash. What, what am I tipping? I don't know. But, you know, if I, I, I'm one of these people where I like to put myself in other people's shoes. And if I had a job where I performed a service for customers and I did the best I could, right, to make their experience right, good, right. you know, I would expect to be tipped accordingly. Okay. So. As the saying goes, always tip your bartenders and waitresses. All right, let's roll right into one tough, awesome lady. Ella Fitzgerald. Woo! She could have been on Band of the Week, right? She could have. Ella Fitzgerald. She's in the Hall of Fame here. Born in 1917 from Newport News, Virginia. Now... If you follow two old guys on the back porch, and I'm sure you have, then, then you know we're located in the state of Virginia.
1: We now, have a when, lot of Virginia listeners. When, Thanks, guys. When,
0: when we started looking for famous people for this thing, I had no idea how many awesome people were born in Virginia. I, when I pull these people up, I I don't know where they're from.
1: We're I have the, no idea. the state with the most presents come from also?
0: Ella Fitzgerald, okay, also known as the first lady of Song. And the Queen of Jazz. Right. At an early age, her family moved to Yonkers, New York. She lost her mom in a car accident at age 15.
1: That's rough. Uh,
0: Ended up in an orphanage. Uh. How bad is that? Oh, my goodness. So here's how Ella Fitzgerald made her first steps to get out of poverty. She performed on amateur night at the Apollo Theater. In one first prize. Now, oh check it out. Goodness. She's out there and she was going to do a dance thing. Right. But there was, I think it was like two sisters or something that got up there and she watched them. And she's like, they're so good. I can't go out there and dance <laughs> behind them. So she went out there and grabbed the mic, never knew nothing, and killed it in one first prize. Uh, Miss Fitzgerald, that's what I call her. Everybody should. Her first success was uh, fronting the Chick Webb Orchestra. They used to have a bunch of orchestras that would play around. Right. You know That was like a big thing back then. Ella Fitzgerald went on to win 14 Grammys.
1: She was the first African-American woman to win multiple Grammys.
0: Yeah. Uh, she won the National Medal of Arts, the she... Presidential Medal of
1: Freedom. She was one of the first stars ever to sing at the Super Bowl halftime show.
0: Well, that doesn't count for anything. But if you She don't...
1: also headlined first black woman to headline the Copa Cabana.
0: There you go. If you don't know who Ella Fitzgerald is, this lady oozes class, a true American treasure, and that makes Ella Fitzgerald one tough, awesome lady.
1: Okay, I watched another documentary. I'm scared to know. <laughs> it's called Killer Sally. It's about Sally McNeil that killed her husband Ray on Valentine's Day, 1995. Because he was
0: an asshole.
1: He was an asshole. He was beating her. He was beating the kids. Right. They were both... killing. Um, him. Uh, she killed him. She, she reloaded. I think that was her first problem. Throughout the marriage, Sally was a victim of domestic violence. Um... What happened was they were both bodybuilders. They had met each other in the Marines. She had kids from a former marriage. Um, and he was like a bodybuilder also. He was like a, he tried out to be Mr. Olympia and everything. And in the trial, during the trial, they kept pointing at how strong she was and how she much she could bench press. And, uh, you know, they that she really was a killer. Did
0: she get away with it?
1: No, she she went to jail. Oh, okay. She went to jail for you know she didn't she just for twenty five years.
0: Oh damn! She yeah.
1: just got out in the middle of uh, twenty twenty. Wow. Anyway, it was a good documentary. It's you know she was kind of I kind of think unjustly put into jail. If if you're a victim of domestic violence, leave leave. I mean, and she and she was planning to leave. That was the bad thing. She was planning to go. Trade the kids and go to Pennsylvania. But she just didn't do it in time. Yeah. What's it called? K- Killer Sally.
0: Killer Sally. I like the name.
1: And it was back in the 1990s. and Not that long ago. Not that long ago.
0: All right. We're going to roll right into Cocktail of the Week. But this one, it's kind of leaking out a secret. Because uh, when we run out of cocktails, we're going to go into Shot of the Week. Shots <laughs>
1: of the Week. Shotskies. Shotski. This
0: one I don't know. I think you can do it as a cocktail. It's called the Pardo.
1: I mean, I I saw a few online. It's called Pardo's Party.
0: Yeah. Okay. This one I've never heard of it. Kitty Cat's never heard of it. But this thing will put you on your ass. Where
1: did you hear? Did you hear this of? I, I've got people. You got people. All right. Here's how was, it goes. Here <laughs> it is, doesn't. Was sound it being drinking down the road at at, at the um, hunt place that Raleigh was at?
0: Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. In your in your shot glass or wherever you want to pour this shit. <laughs> Stir these four liqueurs with your finger and slam it down. The Pardo. We have a half shot of tequila. Oh yikes. So we're off to a bad start already. <laughs> as, as everybody knows, I can't stand tequila. Because <laughs> it doesn't like me. A half shot of Bacardi Lyman rum. Right. A half shot of Captain Morgan Parrot Bay Mango Rum. Don't know what that is. And a half shot of Bacardi 151. Hmm. I would do it. I'll do it if somebody does it. We got tequila.
1: I think (laughs) you knew somebody that did do it.
0: We got tequila. It's all liquor. Okay, (laughs) tequila. Tell me this thing will whip your ass. Half shot of tequila. Half shot of Bacardi Lime and Rum. Half shot of Captain Morgan mango rum and a half shot of Bacardi 151. Put all these in your shot glass. Stir it with your fingers. Slam this baby down. The Pardo, I don't get it, but I bet after six to seven, you will get it. You'll be getting good.
1: good. You'll be getting
0: good. (laughs) Sorry about the noise there. All right, today we were bumpered in with the band I dug back in the day. I think Cat liked them, too. They were called the House Martins. The song we did was Happy Hour.
1: Happy Hour. Probably one it.
0: of their most famous songs. Formed in 1983 from Hull, England. During the 80s, the House Martins had three top 10 albums. I own two of them. And six top 20 singles in England. Right. And it, as, as I've said before, because it's true, people in England, they have better taste in music than we do here in the States. They just appreciate good music more than we do. House Martin's had great vocals, a great rhythm section. The bass player was Norman Cook, who went on to be...
1: Fat Boy Slim.
0: I set you up. Fat Boy. He was
1: DJ. He was a DJ. Fat Boy And he's, he's still going. He's opening up tonight at yeah. in Austin, Texas. Still with the two turntables and the microphone. He was a
0: DJ before Steve... Aka Owe right, right. and the Chainsmokers and all that. There's crap.
1: another show I like on Netflix called The Jerry Girls, about these teenage girls living in, in Ireland. And f- one of the episodes, Fat Boy Slim is coming to town. This is back in the 90s. <laughs> and they're all geeking out. We're going to yes, see Fat yes. Boy Slim. It's going to be Halloween. We're all going nice. to dress up as angels. It's going to be great. Anyway, so he's been around a while. Yeah. At, so as aren't they there other guys who are another band the beautiful south I, lo-
0: I like the beautiful south
1: yeah I, norman Cook the
0: i I like the bass lines I still like playing bass along with house martin songs my favorite songs are like again we had happy hour think for a minute they have a song called build very slow song really really like the song they also did a cover of Caravan of Love, acapella style, right. which was very popular back in the day. Paul Heaton, like Kat just said, of the House Martins, he went on to start The Beautiful South, which also was had a little little run and had yeah. a couple good songs on MTV. J- check out the House Martins wherever you get your music. We want to thank all the distillers in Kentucky for making the fine Kentucky bourbon, and we want to thank you all for listening, and we will see you all down the
1: road. See ya. a good place to be.